Welcome to the Gospel Project for Adults Weekly Leader Training Podcast. I'm Daniel Davis. This week we are starting Unit 29, titled, You Will Be My Witnesses, a phrase taken from this session's scripture passage. And we begin with Unit 29, Session 1, titled, The Commission Received. The book of Acts picks up where the Gospel of Luke ends, because both books were written by Luke, like two volumes of a biography. After Jesus' resurrection, he spent 40 days with his disciples teaching them about the kingdom of God. He did this to prepare them for life and ministry in his physical absence, because he would soon be ascending and going to the Father. The disciples were nervous and anxious about the next phase of their lives and ministry. But Jesus gathered them, commissioned them, and assured them with the promises of the Holy Spirit and his physical return. Jesus' disciples were to carry out their mission of telling the world about him, a mission they could only fulfill through the power of the Holy Spirit. And the same mission and the same spirit of power have come to Jesus' disciples today. In point one, we see that Jesus' disciples rely on the power of the Spirit. The disciples had received Jesus' great commission in Galilee, but during the 40 days of Jesus' appearances, Jesus emphasized the necessity of the Holy Spirit for that mission. They weren't to leave the city of Jerusalem, but to wait for the Holy Spirit, whom God the Father had promised to send. The commentary points on leader page 60 flesh out what Jesus meant by his reference to having spoken about the Father's promise of the Holy Spirit. Jesus also emphasized the distinction between John's baptism and the coming baptism with the Holy Spirit. A quick reminder that John's baptism, while related, does not equate with the Christian baptism called for in the Great Commission. John's baptism was one focused on repentance and in preparation for the coming of the Messiah. Christian baptism expresses repentance, faith, identification with Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, and union with other believers in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Christian baptism is an outward expression of the inner reality of the heart, that by faith in Jesus Christ, one has received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. If you follow the list activity on leader page 60, you may need to make that disclaimer for your group. The following group content and commentary on leader page 61 can be communicated in lieu of the list activity or as a supplement to it. In point two, we see that Jesus' disciples fulfilled the mission of the Father. The day had arrived for Jesus to depart from this earth and ascend to the Father to await the day of his return. But the disciples had their minds on an earthly matter, asking if it was finally time for the kingdom to be restored to Israel. After the exile of Israel and Judah in the Old Testament, and specifically the 70-year exile of Judah, the people were allowed to return home, but things had not returned to their pre-exile state. There was no king, nor was there a sense of freedom. Instead, the land of Israel was occupied and ruled by foreign powers. The ruling authority at this time was Rome, and there was little, if any, affinity between Rome and the Jews. But there had been a promise from God in Deuteronomy 30 that when the people repented and returned to the land, that he would restore them. This would entail a renewed kingship under God's promised Messiah. So, naturally, 
The disciples looked to Jesus as that Messiah and expected him to fulfill the promise their hearts had been set upon. But as God's ways and thoughts are higher than ours, his plans for fulfilling his promises are in his perfect timing, not according to our subjective whims. As Jesus counseled the disciples, we must trust God with his promises, not presume upon them in our own timetable. And then Jesus made a complete shift of focus with the popular verse Acts 1.8. Pack item 8 is a poster that emphasizes this verse. Its design complements the Great Commission poster with the water imagery, as Pack item 8 has fire imagery to symbolize the coming of the Holy Spirit. We'll see that imagery at play in session 3 of this unit, but suffice it to say that in Luke 3.16, John the Baptist referred to the Messiah coming after him as one who would baptize his followers with the Holy Spirit and fire. Jesus emphasized that the Holy Spirit would bring power into the disciples' lives, power desperately needed to fulfill the Great Commission. And while the disciples had their minds fixed on the restoration of the kingdom to Israel, Jesus had his sights set on a much bigger territory, from Jerusalem to Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Jesus' gospel mission is to make disciples of all nations, which entails taking the gospel to the furthest reaches of the earth to tell people about Jesus and the salvation they can find in him through repentance and faith. This is the mission of the church, which is the key doctrine for this session, called out on leader page 63. In point three, we see that Jesus' disciples anticipate the return of the Son. Jesus promised the Holy Spirit, reiterated the Great Commission, and then ascended into heaven. The reference to a cloud taking Jesus out of the disciples' sight may allude to Daniel 7.13, in which one like a son of man approached the Ancient of Days with the clouds of heaven to receive an everlasting dominion. The disciples stood there staring into the sky. I imagine the circumstance might have been similar to a crowd gathered today to watch the launch of a space shuttle or rocket. Onlookers watch the craft up into the sky until it is no longer visible, and even then they may linger, staring and hoping for one more glance. But two angels appeared to the disciples to pull their heads out of the clouds and direct their focus to obeying what Jesus had said while they awaited the day of his return. Jesus' followers are people who should eagerly await and anticipate Jesus' second coming, but not to the extent that they ignore their calling here on earth. Rather, we should await that day as we spend every day striving to fulfill our part of Jesus' great commission. Jesus will come again just as he left this earth, and when he returns, may he find us faithful to the calling of making disciples, baptizing them, and teaching them to obey all that he has commanded. Before Jesus ascended to the Father, he commissioned his disciples to go into the world and make disciples of all nations. Under the authority of Jesus and with the power of the Holy Spirit, we strive to make disciples of all peoples as we anticipate the return of Christ. Because we have been saved as a result of the Son of God coming to us, we believers should go and make disciples of all nations by declaring the truth of the gospel with the power of the Holy Spirit through our words and our actions. 
Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Adults. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.